everyone and welcome back to the Uptime community. We are so glad that you could join us here today. Today's date is January 30th in the year of our Lord, 2024. My name is Michael Pels, and if you're new here, we are a community of believers that are actively studying the Holy Bible and looking forward to the glorious appearing of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, the way, the truth, and the life. We want to make this an interactive forum, so we do welcome your questions and comments. And if you do not know who Jesus Christ is, I do encourage you at this very moment, this very second, to get to know him today, because tomorrow is not guaranteed. I first have to tell you the bad news. Romans 3.23 tells us that we have all fallen short, and we have all sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. And Romans 6.23 tells us that, for the wages of sin is is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus our Lord. What? There is hope, because by the shed blood of Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, at the cross, the gospel of our salvation, 1 Corinthians 15, 1 through 4. It's amazing, because if you believe, guys, this amazing gospel, you can have eternal life with Jesus Christ forever. He'll radically change your heart, your mind, your desires, setting you free, truly to have life and life more abundantly. And the gospel is this more of a brother, and I declare unto you the gospel which I preach unto you, and which you also have received, and where you stand, by which you are also saved, if you keep in memory what I preached unto you, unless you have believed in vain. For I delivered unto you first of all that which I also received, how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures, and that he was buried, and that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. Today's verse of the day from BibleGateway.com is Ephesians 4, 2. With all lowliness and meekness, with all with longsuffering, forbearing one another in love. And I really hope that we heed these words and forbear with one another in love, and come together with one mind through Jesus Christ, who is the way, the truth, and the life. And it's so amazing to see the entire panel almost here this week. We got Brother Bob, John the Watchdog, and Bob Hagen. How are you guys doing today? We'll start off with Brother Bob, but before we do, I just will announce that we do have a special guest here with us tonight, Brother Tom Cody from the Watchman River. So how exciting is that? But first, let's get to our panelists. How you doing, Brother Bob? I'm doing great. I'm doing great. And welcome to Uptime, where all the happy people are. Okay. <laughs> all the happy <laughs> Christians are here at Uptime. Yes. Because we got a lot of upset Christians out there. Here at Uptime, we believe in once saved, always saved. Okay. Yeah. We'll Amen. teach that. All the way till we take we're taken in the rapture. We believe Amen. in the pre-tribulation rapture. We do. Okay. Amen. And we believe in the blessed hope, our eternal salvation. We do in Jesus Christ and his finished works alone to save us. That it's a gift Amen. from God, not of works in any way, shape, or form, no nope. frontwards or backwards to gain your salvation or to sustain your salvation. Amen. It is a gift. Okay. I agree. And I, I believe uh, uptime has been um, ordained by God now in these final hours to uh, combat this problem that the devil is putting out there right now. And uh, I don't want to give anybody plugs here on this platform. 
you know, but everybody knows who the people are who are preaching this false gospel. But keep in mind this is Satan only cares about two things. One is how do you get into the body of Christ? And two, when does the body of Christ leave the earth? Okay. Amen. So that's why he argues you getting saved, how you get saved and sealed. And he argues when the body of Christ leaves. Okay. And he hates the fact that you have a blessed hope in avoiding the wrath of God and the wrath of the Lamb for the whole seven year tribulation. He hates Amen. that. He wants you to, you know, the whole works, you get saved by your works. That is a tribulation theme. Okay. So he doesn't want you to have any hope. All right. But we're going to continue to preach that hope here. Right, everybody? Amen. Oh, Amen. yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. We'll plant the flag on that as in the army. No ground to give. You can call me nuts. I had to do it, guys. I'm sorry. I had to bring that up. <laughs> yeah. But you can call me nuts. But that is the hope, right? Because to the world, right, it's foolishness. But to those oh, yeah. who are being saved by it, it is the power of God. The cross, the finished work in Jesus, it is the power of God. And that is the quintessential, the quintessential piece of my faith and my belief and my hope, the blessed hope that I have, because I know just like what Brother Bob was saying, one thing that I've noticed in the spiritual warfare that I've been dealing with lately is it's salvational attacks. So this is something that Satan sure. wants to do to render you useless and to not go out there, to not have hope, to not bring more souls into the kingdom of God. And that's a, a terrible thing. So wherever truth is, there's opposition. But Brother Bob Hagen, we haven't heard from you yeah. in a while, brother. And I'm oh. so excited to see you. How you doing? Yeah. <clears throat> I'm doing well. It's a blessing to be with you guys tonight. Um, just like Bob was just saying a moment ago, it's a, you know, if you if you're on here this evening, uh, if you're in the chat, uh, if you're really down in the cuff, you know, uh, if you don't believe that you have any hope, you don't believe that, uh, you know, you might not even believe in, in uh, God or the Lord Jesus Christ at all. But you get in here. It's not by accident that you're here. And you get in here and you're listening um, for any length of time. You're going to hear quite a few things probably we've talked about, I know, over and over again over the years. Um, we're going to talk about Jesus being the way, the truth, and the life. No man comes to the Father except by him. We're going to hear about, um, you know, you're going to hear about if he came that we might have life and have it more abundantly. Amen. And you're going to hear that we have, uh, at one time we were without God and without hope in this world, but now we have that blessed hope. We have you know, we're just waiting to take off from here. Um, it's, it's a, you know, it's a real, uh, it really does my heart good to see everybody tonight. Amen. I've been, I've been gone for a while. I've been, I haven't forgotten about you any, any way, shape or form. I'm, um, you know, I've been trying to keep up with everything here and, and, uh, you know, this, uh, it's not that, not that we're so great, you know, we're, we're just, some guys that believe the word of God and we want to, we want other people to, to know what we've, what we have is real. Amen. You know, it's not Amen. a, uh, we go, we go through life and, and there, and I, and I remember before I was a believer, uh, I, I always wondered if there was an absolute truth. And then one day I had an opportunity to, um, 
have a young lady share the word with me and um, went to a fellowship and I was challenged to get to know Jesus Christ. And that's my challenge will be for anybody tonight that hasn't taken the opportunity is to get to know him. And if you do, you're going to be blessed. So I'm going to give it over to my, my brother, John here, who incidentally has just, he blesses my socks off with his teachings. Uh, John. Amen. Good evening, everyone. <laughs> How are you doing? Good. Yeah, right on. All right. Yeah. Um, really good. I want to get to the, um, because that uh, kind of uh, tickled me there, but the verse of the day, <laughs> if you can put it back on the screen there, the verse of the day is called the Christian walk. Are we walking worthy? Now, everything that Bob and Bob said about the rapture, it's all this. It's all coming. We know it's coming. Amen. But what it, what do we do meanwhile? Well, there is four characteristics in that verse alone. Lowliness, meekness, long-suffering, and forbearing one to another in love. Amen. We are under... We are under the law of love of Christ, and we should act like this. So, of course, we're going to encounter people that say that the rapture is not now and this, and it's not coming. And But as brothers and sisters, unless it's from the devil, I mean, we, we got to be loneliness, meekness, and long-suffering, especially long-suffering. Long-suffering, it's a word Amen. I had difficulty with. Now I'm... I learned about it and I it's enduring it's it's yeah. patient be patient because they might not want to understand today but they will tomorrow so meanwhile Amen. we got to walk worthy of the gospel walk worthy of being a christian we have a title we're not anybody we're a special uh selection if i may say by god because we did accept the uh, gospel and 151 Corinthians 15, uh, 1 to 4. And we did accept the blood of Christ, not of work, of course, Amen. but by faith. So we must love one another and please be patient. That's, that's, that's what is the most important thing, being patient. Right. Amen. Amen. Well Amen. said, Brother John. Uh, absolutely well said. Uh, totally absolute the truth, guys. And and to see brother John, the watchdog, say it so eloquently, it's yeah, just music to my soul. Thank you, brother John. And Thanks. without further ado, let's go mm -hmm. ahead and bring in brother Tom yes. Cody from Watchman River. And if you don't mind, brother Tom, if you could just kind of tell us a little bit about your testimony and how you came to the knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. You know, I'm honored that you guys would invite me on here because I'm always watching you guys at this time, not every single week, but three out of four weeks. I watch you guys. So I'm honored, but more importantly than you guys who I love to death, just seeing all the names in the chat of these people between your <laughs> audience and my audience. Like I know everyone I'm looking at all. I'm looking at everyone here. Scott Hines. I, I, <laughs> I saw Bubba Bubba news. I love that guy. You guys know, I always mention him. Uh, I saw Texas Dream. I've known her forever. I mean, it's just what a blessing. What a it blessing is. that we're all siblings and we are going to spend eternity with each other. And you guys yes. are going to get so sick of me because my sense of humor is worse. <laughs> but I can't wait. I can't wait. 
But I just uh, want to, uh, if you don't mind, I want to start just by reading a couple verses in Psalm 103. Verse, sure. let's start at verse 12. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. Mm. As a father pities his children, so the Lord pities those who fear him. For he knows our frame. He remembers that we are dust. I think that last verse 14 is one of my favorite verses in all of scripture. For he knows our frame and he remembers that we are dust. Because so many Amen. times I really believe that we think we've got to be perfect to be in God's protection, be in his will. And the fact that the, the savior of the world, the God of the universe knows I'm dust encourages me and it reminds me i'm sorry i haven't gotten my testimony yet it reminds me of i i really love dogs i i tend to like small dogs i'm a huge pug fan i even wrote a toddler book years ago called the pug who ate the world and <laughs> i used to have this dog named buddy and i used to do youtube videos with him and i love that dog so much and i would take him for a walk and he was the naughtiest dog you've ever seen like he would be smelling stuff he shouldn't be smelling, rolling and stuff he shouldn't be rolling, trying to run away into the street. He was he was awful. He was so naughty. But you know what? If anyone tried to touch that dog, they would have faced my wrath. And I know I would think you're just a dog. But, man, I love you and I am going to watch out for you. And I and I just knowing that we're we're way more special to God than dogs are to us. But just to know that the Lord knows that I'm dust. And he doesn't expect perfection from us, yeah. which is good because I am the least perfect person in the oh. world. So I'm going to get to my testimony. Here we go. <laughs> I'm, I've never I've shared on my channel. I have one video called my testimony, but it really it's more my parents testimony and how I asked the Lord into my life when I was eight years old. But after that, I ran away and I ran away and I ran away and I did every imaginable wretched thing you could ever imagine. And I'm going to tell you about phase two. Phase two. I'm about 37 years old. My wife and my oldest daughter, now my ex-wife, and my oldest daughter are away for a long weekend. And I've been learning about Jesus, but I still don't feel his presence. And the whole weekend they're gone, I'm going to surprise my daughter. So I'm building her a bed called a loft. It's almost like a bunk bed without the bottom bunk. And I'm building this loft bed. And I get it all built and I get it set up. And I'm just thinking about God the whole time. And I'm thinking, I just don't feel your presence. I just don't feel your presence. And I literally, I can't say I literally heard the voice, but it just popped into my heart, my soul, my, my being. Behold, I make all things new. And I'll never, ever forget that moment. I got goosebumps that I had never experienced in my life. And and I said it out loud. I said, behold, I make all things new. That's you, you know. And I had goosebumps. And it was so overwhelming that I laid on top of this loft bed that I had just made. And I fell asleep and I took a nap. And I woke up at the end of the nap. And the first thing I felt was, behold, I make all things new. And I, I truly believe I was born again in that moment. I truly believe that's when I came to that realization that, I belong to the Lord. I had a place in his kingdom because of his grace and his mercy. But did I stay with the Lord? No, no, I didn't. No, idiot. No, I, I took off. And, and you know, when I say take off, I never questioned his existence. 
And I never thought, well, I don't belong to the Lord. And I never thought, well, I just, I wasn't, I just wasn't trusting him with my life. I didn't give him everything. I didn't give him everything. And I went away and I went away for years. And then 2019 came along and I had started getting tingly toes and tingly fingers and found out, well, I didn't find out right away, but it took me a while. I found out I had Lyme disease and, and something called Bartonella. And it was from a tick bite that I had had. And it really threw me for a loop. And what it did was I was a total control freak. I, I was the worst control freak you could imagine. My poor kids at that time period, they couldn't move. Like I, my house was cleaner than, than anyone's house. I'm telling you, it was insane. But I didn't let my kids live. So I'm sitting there and all of a sudden I can't walk properly without being in a lot of pain. And I really, really believe the Lord allowed it in my life because it sat me down and he was like, sit down and watch people on YouTube, sit down and get into my words, sit down. It's time for you to turn to me because I have a plan for you. So I sat there and I watched Oh, man, I'm hours and hours a day. I watched Jack Hibbs. I watched J.D. Farag. I watched Brother Tyler. I watched Brother Chooch um, and many others, many others. And I watched and I learned and I got in the word and I learned. And I had always been prophecy obsessed since I was 17 years old. So I was watching all this stuff and I was thinking, you're coming soon, Lord. You're, you're coming soon. While this happened, my whole world, like, my wife had run very, very successful businesses. I'm sitting, not now, I was sitting at that point in a 7,000 square foot home. You know, the, the one of the nicest homes in the town we lived in. And the businesses just started crashing and start, started crashing and everything was just crashing. And I said to my wife, she's like, what are we going to do? And I said, I, first time in my life, I, I'm trusting the Lord. I, I don't. I don't know what we're going to do. I don't, I'm trusting the Lord. So we quickly had to sell that house and we downsized into this house and it was all perfectly aligned from the Lord. It was perfectly aligned. We got to this house. We had some plans of what we were going to do. And I just kept saying to her, I just need to go down to the river. I just need to go down to the river and pray. And I'd go down to the river. And one day I, I, turn the camera on the river and I did a little video and I told her I'm going to do videos on YouTube. Now this wasn't, I've been accused of this. This wasn't our business plan. We weren't thinking like, this is what's going to bring in an income. This is what, it was nothing to do with us. I need to spend time with the Lord because he has a plan. I told her when I got home, I started, I did a video. I'm going to put it on YouTube. It's about Jesus. And she said, okay, what's, what's your plan? I said, I don't know if, if in a year I have a hundred subscribers, I'll be thrilled. I just, this is what I'm going to do in my spare time. So I started doing it. And the whole reason I'm saying this as part of my testimony is I have grown along with you guys the past two years I've been doing videos. When I first started doing videos, I didn't know how to present the gospel properly. I just didn't know how to present it properly. And you guys have literally been with me for the last almost two years. And you guys have helped me. My audience in those comments, they've helped me proclaim the gospel correctly. Obviously, the Holy Spirit, every time before I hit record, I'm like, Lord, this isn't my channel. It's your channel. 
I'm just the vessel. So if you're not going to speak through me, I don't want to hit record. And I do that every single day because it is the Lord's channel. And he did have a perfect plan for my life. And I'm just so thrilled that I can spend so much time. I'm thrilled that I can look at these comments and think two years ago, I didn't know any of these names. And now as I'm looking through the comments, scrolling up, I know 90% of the names. I know 90% of your names because I want, I look at most of, I look at most of the comments every day that I get. And then I'm watching these broadcasts and I'm always looking at, I don't get involved in the comments too much when I'm watching because I'm old and I end up, you know, I, I'm talking to them, but I'm not listening to what you guys are saying. So I don't get too involved in leaving comments that much, but it's just such a blessing to be part of the body of Christ, isn't it? It's just such a blessing. Amen. I love it, Tom. I love your testimony, brother. Thank you, man. I really That's do. A, you know, what you're saying there, Tom, is is so true. It's because if we were if we were trying to of our own self, we're trying to build some huge following um, so that people could, you know, laud us and say, well, you know, I've got, I've got a million and a half viewers. Doesn't make any difference because if you have a million and a half viewers, well, if you, if you're teaching the truth, great. But if you have five people. Exactly. That really are searching for the truth and Amen. you know when you when you uh before you go on and and uh, share the word you're just doing that you're just waiting and a lot of times you need to stop and wait for a little longer but when mm. you start to speak you're going to get inspired um you get to download as you're going along and yes. you you will uh, you know, there's periodically there's things that um, you'll you'll bring up. You know, it's uh, it's needed. There's people out there right now in the chat that have have tuned in because maybe somebody told them about it, and they really want to. They want some answers, and mm-hmm. we know that you know Jesus Christ is the answer. But how do you? get there you know if you want to try if you want to try to do it by working for it it's not gonna it doesn't work out that way it's a gift it is and we're sealed he's given us the holy spirit he's sealed it it's in there and it's important that we utilize it and it's not it's it's just like it says in colossians 127 it's christ in you the hope of glory it's not um it's not you know, I do this thing. I, I used to do a thing with teachings. I'm going to get back to it soon, I hope. But it's always for the, you know, you're doing things for so that God is going to get the glory, you know. And yeah. if you do, if you do that, you're going to be, there's going to be stuff coming at you. We're going to be buffeted and oh, yeah. we're going to have pressures and things like that. But, you know, like John was saying earlier on here that, you know, we, we need to, uh, walk with lowliness and meekness and we need to forbear one another and we need to realize that when things come at us that you know the battle is the lord's it says that over and over again second corinthians chapter 20 or second chronicles chapter 20 is one of my favorite sections of the word you know the lord told jehoshaphat you do this you send out singers 
send out singers. <laughs> we're we're going to be in a battle. Send out singers. What's wrong with you? Did you make a mistake, Lord? No. He sends it. Can you imagine those guys who are waiting to attack? And all these people are singing praises. They probably went, oh, no, those Israel those guys are crazy. But that's what he wanted more than anything yep. was to be acknowledged Amen. that he was the one. And if we do that, we're, our lives will be blessed. They're not always going to be perfect. If you're tuning in to find a perfect life, it ain't here. But yeah, let yeah. me tell you something that will be at some point in the future. And it's one of the things that, that I, you know, I always say I'm gonna. I'm not going to talk as much as I usually do, but I, I haven't been on here for a while. You got to, you got to <laughs> forbear with me for a few, a few minutes here. But uh, you know, every one of you guys is an example of, of how, <clears throat> how the Lord has worked in your life over the years. Uh, my my buddy Dog Barber up there, I've known Bob since the inception of the uptime, and and I've seen him grow. And but he's not going to come on here and say, you know, tune into my channel because of all the work I do. That doesn't happen. He doesn't. He's not going to do that. He gives God the God is the one that, that energizes him and gives him the energy to do what he does. And and he's the one that gets the glory. Same thing with Michael and John and yourself and 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 me and Greg and all the other folks here. And if we do that, if we do that, and we continue to do that. This word will continue until the until we're raptured out of here. Amen. Amen. And it's it's Amen. a it's a simple thing, but it's important that we we just realize we need to be rooted and grounded in love. And when we're rooted and grounded in love, it's very difficult to. I I was out in California recently, and they, those big redwood trees, <laughs> those things that it it takes a lot to make those things fall. They're awesome. And I was looking at it thinking to myself, I want to be rooted and grounded like that tree, you know? So anyway, Amen. I just, I told you I would yak too much. I'm a yacker. <laughs> oh, no, you're good. Really. You know, and, and um, it's, it's really good to see the people that, you know, there's a few people who are saying it's good to see you back. Well, it's good to be back. So, yeah, it's praise, awesome to have you back too, Lord, man. Yeah. It's, it's so good to see you and brother Tom. And it's just amazing because, you know, we, we're exhorted to not to forsake the assembly, especially as we see that day approaching mm -hmm. Hebrews ten twenty five, And it's just another reality of, of the scripture coming to life, even in my own personal life. It, to hear your testimony, it was almost like the Lord was answering some of the things that I've been praying about just today. Wow. So it's every, all you guys out there in the chat and all of us on the panel, we're just, we're just hungry for the Lord. We're all just wanting to serve the Lord the best we can. And it's amazing to, have to see how the Lord can use each other, to use us to sharpen each other like iron sharpeneth iron. And to hear your testimony, Brother Tom, it really touched my heart. And and I, I'm really grateful for you to be on here tonight. Because that all was, glory. That was all glory to God. Right? Yeah. Amen. <laughs> so, Bob, what's been happening with you, man? We, yeah. we ask what, how everyone's week's been. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you know me, just like the rest of you, all of you, just keeping track on how quickly this country is falling. Oh. And uh, I was talking to Brother John Boucher this morning. I was like, you know, no one's going to figure out when the rapture resurrection is. It's fun to look for it, but you're talking mm. about a split moment in time. Okay. Yeah. And no dates have 
panned out, evidently, you know. But what we can tell for sure is what's ahead of us and how, how the how the environment looks ahead of us. And we know it's like, well, if that environment looks like that, that has tribulation call signs all over it. Okay. So that wouldn't mean it would be safe to say that we would be taken out of here before we reach that point. And that's what we do as watchmen, you know. Yeah, I, you know, when I first started, just like you, Tom, you know, made a lot of mistakes. You know, I got better. I grew. I started learning how to rightly divide the Bible and stuff like that. That revolutionized everything for me, you know. But uh, as a watchman, taking on the role of a watchman, you know, there's a lot to watch. Okay, that's why you can't just watch Tom at Watchman River or Michael Pels or the Watchdog. You can't just watch these guys. There is a whole mess of us here on YouTube now. You yeah. know, back when I first started, back in 2012, there's just a handful of us here. Yeah. You know, literally like three or four guys, five or six. That's that's about it on YouTube back in 2012. You know, and I'm very I'm honored to be a part of that pioneering of yeah. the gospel on YouTube, and I'm very proud to say that. You know, but you know, if it was just us, you know, it wouldn't have worked out too well. I and mean, besides. You know, we got all these people in the body of Christ. The Lord's leading them to teach now, just like with you, Brother Tom, you know. And now it's a beautiful thing going on here on YouTube. And there's so much to cover. But thank good there are a few thousand of us here that have channels that are dedicated to this work because there's so much to talk about. You get these channels like Brother Aaron at Gone a Minute, the stuff that he covers of the Hebrew language and all the stuff like that and stuff he's getting into now. And they're finding all these scenes and GT at Blue Heaven, watching for that great day, you know, and uh, Generation 2434, you know, and all that. And the list goes on and on, especially to you, especially to you, Brother Tom, you know. So I am glad there's a bunch of us here because there's a lot to cover. Oh, yeah. Cover now. There's more than enough for everybody to, to work. And we're not, we're not even, we're, we probably, what, cover like, what, a third about what's going on? Really? <laughs> yep. said a lot of stuff happening right now. We don't even know about it. It's all in the dark. Mm-hmm. The only reason why we know about it because we have dreams and visions about it. The Lord gives us, you know, a spiritual insight to these yeah. dark places and shows us stuff. You know, you're not going to yeah. find that on CNN. Yeah. No. Communist news is finding right now. Yeah. You know, well, there's nothing like this. And whatever happened in the States, like I always say, if you guys sneeze, we catch the cold up here in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, that that's how it is. Now they're trying to pass a law now that it's gonna be okay to uh assist dying for handicapped people. Oh uh, euthanasia, huh? Oh man. Yeah. So I mean what's next step, right? Yeah. It just it, it's crazy. It's like animals now. It's and everything that is going on now with our prime minister is <laughs> Yeah, it's a it's it's a big mess. It's a big mess. Uh, our prime minister is al- already uh, fearing what's going to happen on 2024's election if if we have election if you guys have elections. Yeah. But uh, this is coming, and the turmoil in the world right now around United States and all the other countries like Israel right now, and all this. 
is at a level that never been there before, not even during the Second War, World War. So it's it's a level right now where it's you can expect anything. Right? Might be somebody's gonna push the button or whatever, mm. but you can expect anything. Anything can come. All all bets are open for everything. Yeah. So the best oh, yeah. thing to do is to <clears throat> be an encourager. Mm. Yeah, you know, because there do. are people yes. that need encouragement. And, you know, like Bob was saying earlier, you know, we're, we're blessed folks. You know, we're, we're uh, you know, not everything is perfect in our lives, but we have the hope. And, mm-hmm. and we're just thankful that we have that. But at the same time, one of the things I, I try to do is, is be an encourager. Because I know that, that a lot of times there's, there's people that are kind of the, at the end of their rope. Mm. Um, you know, they're, <clears throat> they've gone along and they've had it. Mm. There may be somebody tuning in. That, you know, I, don't, I don't mean to be dramatic, but there have been people that have tuned in that have been, you know, saying, there's nothing here. I, my life's not worth living. And I, I just as soon take it. Take, you know, get out of here because there's no point in going on. But I tell you, there is a hope. Yes. And and the Lord, your life is special. You know, you Amen. You were not just born. You were not a mistake. All this stuff about abortion is just so de- so demonic. And what, what John was just saying about the euthanasia and everything. But, you know, the more people that hear the truth and, you know, there's. There are people, a lot of people that want the truth. Sure, a lot of people that want to stand on all this error, but there's also people that want to, they want to know that there is an absolute truth. And, you know, they, they want to get to know Jesus Christ. Oh, one of those, he's one of those Jesus freaks, you know. Yeah. I remember being called that in high school, uh, you know, not in high school, but after high school, you know, got into the word and. And then, wow, you're one of those Jesus people. Yeah, (laughs) I am. You're right. But I'll tell you, you know, he said, you know, I am the way, the truth, and the life. Okay, now, if he is the way, the truth, and the life, and no man comes to the Father except by him, he either told the truth or he lied. If he lied, turn this off. If he told the truth, keep listening. Because you're going to learn something. And he didn't didn't say, I am one of the ways. There are many ways. You know, I am one of the truths and I am one of the lives. He said, I am the way. Was he arrogant? No. He knew who he was. And they, you know, this verse right here should be in 10 foot high letters because this is one of the things that really. I saw this as one that motivated me to want to get to know, and I say this a lot, you guys, get to know Jesus. He wants you to get to know him. Read the Gospels. You get to know him. Read, Look at his life. And then say, Lord, show me. And then fasten your seatbelts, right, John? (laughs) You fasten your seatbelts because you're going to learn. Just like Tom was saying, you're going to learn. And everybody, it'll be a different way, maybe. Yes. You know, the Lord works in Tom differently than he works in John and Michael and Bob, myself and Greg, you know, and and people in the chat, 
it's not always the same. God is a God of variety. He's not boring. Exactly. No. You know, and I for, I've never um, seen a verse that says, I am the Lord thy God. I am a boring God. It doesn't say exactly. that. Yep. And the but scripture that we have pulled up here, guys, yeah. real fast, Brother Bob, it's John fourteen six, And it reads, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. And it's and and if you another thing is I'm I told you this is what happened. I always get like this. If you think that you've done something that is so bad that you can't be saved, let me tell you right now that's not true. He saves to the uttermost. The word says, "Yes, Amen." He Love is that. he has come to Love to it. bring us to the Father. Yeah, yes. It's like the prodigal in, in Luke. I call that the the um, the parable of forgiving father. They say they call it the you know the parable. Uh, they call it the prodigal son. But when he came back, his father was waiting for him. He was waiting for him every day. And in the Eastern culture, the father would have sent a servant out to to do this. But the father was out there waiting. And when he saw him, he ran to him. And what did he do? He said, oh, you smell like pigs. I can't hug you. He didn't care what he smelled like. He, no. hugged, him. he hugged him like there was no tomorrow. He was, that, that gets me this thing every but time. So because he's yeah. waiting. He's waiting for any of these folks that need him. And he's going to run to you. And he's going to throw his mm. arms around you, spiritually yeah. speaking. And he's going <laughs> to say, you finally come home. Welcome. That's so beautiful. I, I think absolutely that if we realized this, we would be so much more blessed to just be able to say we're in that family. Yeah. You know, it's it's a you know, when you think about that parable, Michael, it's just I mean to me it's huge. Yeah. It's not some little wimpy thing where, you know, mm-hmm. he, you know, I'm waiting for my son and I know eventually he'll run out of money and come home. And I'll send my servant out. No, I'm going to wait for him because he knew mm. at some point he would come back. And he wanted to even be a servant. He said, no dice. You're my son. Yeah. And that's, that's love, that's, man. Man, that's <sighs> why that when, when you, we read through Scripture, one thing that I constantly see is just the character and the nature of God as a loving father. And how much he loves us and how much it's expressed throughout scripture. And it's, I find that very comforting because, you know, a lot of us sometimes, especially if you're new to the faith or you're, you're, you don't know Jesus yet, you can sometimes think that God is up there waiting for you to stumble and fall. And he's like getting ready to lightning bolt you for doing something wrong. But God is not like that. He, he goes before us. He always is protecting us. He every time I've had even a chastening, it's always been a loving correction. God is so good, and I just every day I wake up and I and I and I draw breath into my lungs. I I remember just how good God's been to me yeah. to have lived the life that I've lived and to have done the things that I've done, and yet God still is there, was there, and guided me. You know, He pulled me in. I wasn't seeking him and to have God, the King of the universe reach out and save me. Like he saved all of you guys. 
it's just something you'll never, ever forget. Just like what Brother Tom was saying when he heard the Lord speak to him, and he believed in that moment he was born again. And I'll never forget one night I woke up after a really bad nightmare, uh, which I call spiritual attack. And that spiritual attack left me so, so just restless. It left me so anxious. And, and yes, I know I'm not supposed to be all these things that I'm describing. But, you know, I'm just, I'm just a man, guys, that goes through the same problems that we all do. And I remember in that moment of absolute peril, because that's what it felt like, I... Oh, it's like I could hear the Lord speak. It was so strong in my spirit. He said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. Right. And immediately yeah. I felt the peace wash over me. And I know I've mentioned that before on the channel, but when Brother Tom mentioned that, I just, it rem it remem I remembered that, you know. we're so It's so easy to forget things sometimes in our walk and relationship with yeah. the Lord because we're just finite minds, you know. We don't have anything in comparison <laughs> to how God is yeah. and, and it's amazing, though. It's like, God, you're so good. And even for those who are out there who are worried, I have I have hope for you because Philippians 3.21, I love the scripture. In Philippians 3.21, it says, Who shall change our vile body, that it may be fashioned like unto his glorious body, according to the working whereby he is able even to subdue all things unto himself. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. God is able to subdue, guys, all things. And there's been times because, you know, we're all different. Some people are kind of stubborn. But for you stubborn people out there, just know that God's able to subdue all things unto himself. Hey, uh, <clears throat> hey, Tom, I have, I, have a, I have a question for you. Okay. I'd like to hear a little bit more. I kind of like to hear a little bit more about the work that you're doing and your, and your channel. Um, uh, you know, I'm very interested in, and uh, you've, how long have you had your channel? And, and uh, yeah, I know you've got, you've had quite a response. We're kind of interested. Yeah. I've been doing it just about 22 months on February 4th. It'll be 22 months. And it's oh. much different than when I started because I didn't have a plan. I didn't, you know, I didn't, when I first started, some of you guys in the chat will know this because some of you, I just recognize your names. You've been there since almost the beginning, but I used to just read an article and kind of comment about it. I didn't really share the gospel right at the beginning because I didn't really know how. Mm. And it's just kind of evolved. And I kept saying, spirit, lead this, lead this. You know, I'm just a vessel. I can't, Amen. if it's just me, all I'm going to do is talk about food because I love food. I don't know if you guys are snacking <laughs> on out there, but food you know, I'm just going to talk about food and I'm going to just crack Make jokes. Make me hungry. Yeah. <laughs> so, so my whole thing was, Lord, <laughs> frame this show. Give me, so it was, so I started off like right now I'm doing like, I start with scripture because I think it's the most important thing. Then I'll go into Amen. the news events of what's going on. And then I'll do testimonies of the day and comments of the day. And, and then I share the gospel. And every single one of those things the Lord has introduced into the show. And it's never, I never consciously thought, well, today I'm going to start doing this. It was always the Lord would kind of serve it up to me and go, and I go, okay, I'll do this. And I have this incredible mentor, uh, man, uh, Pastor Rob Lee who calls me about once a week and we pray together. And he's really been a huge part of my ministry. He's also a great writer. I, um, I don't remember. I think it's encouragemen.blog, but he's a great writer. But that man has helped me so much by every change I've made. He just 
understands and really encourages me. And I get so much encouragement from the people that watch the videos that I don't, it's not my channel. It's the Washington River Families channel. And we're all involved and we're all watchmen. I'm just the knucklehead face, you know, we're all involved (laughs) and it's blown up to this thing I never imagined. And it's just the love I get from 90% of the people that watch. Now you guys know, like we get some crazy hate, you know, when you, (laughs) and you know, I, I've always thought, well, if I'm getting hated, I'm doing something right. You know, it's like, if <laughs> I go, you know, the, the root of false, you yeah. know, I, I won't be hated, but it's, uh, it's this community, you know, it's just, and it's, and it's not just the Watchman River family. It's the uptime community church community and end time streams. It's all of our communities make up this, we're, we're the body of Christ and we're waiting for this rapture. Amen. And man, something happened on January 1st. I don't know if you guys felt it, but man, th- there was a change this January yes. 1st. Oh, yeah. And I joked yesterday and I said yesterday was January 48th. Now, tomorrow is the last day <laughs> of January. I think it's about January 62nd. Or th- this month has seemed so long because yeah, so yeah. much is going on. If we don't, if we don't get out of here soon, and I've said this once in my show, if we don't get out of here soon, we are going to be more toasty than a marshmallow at a s'mores convention. You know, it's like with all the threats of war and like, it's got to be soon. It has to be. Yeah. Yeah, they have, um, it's getting so close now that the Jews, they have the Messiah Clause. You guys hear about that? The Messiah Clause and all the real estate clauses now? I used to be a real estate agent, so they have a clause, the last line of a contract. Okay. And basically, if if the rules apply, then it kind of voids the contract. You know, it changes everything. That's why there's a clause right at the end. And the Messiah Clause, they use it on the real estate contracts now when they sell a house. Or basically, no, it's for the landlords and people who lease homes to other people. Say they have two homes. They'll lease a house in Israel and they'll go to another country. Okay. Or they might have tenants or whatever. But be it as it may, there's a Messiah Clause now. They've been doing this since 2014. And basically what this Messiah Clause means is when the Messiah shows up, the tenants who are in that house must leave within 15 days. Okay, so they're setting up the real estate right now for the, <laughs> for the coming Messiah. And on top of that, we have all the governments globally. I mean, let's 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 just agree on everything here. You know, point out the obvious that our governments are panicking. They're moving everything to position because they believe a black swan event is coming. And all they hear is black swan. What's going to be the black swan? What's going to be the black swan? What's going to be the black swan? Everybody's putting out their predictions. And I'm mm-hmm. like, it's going to be the rapture resurrection. That's going to be the black swan event. That's going to dump everything down the toilet here. It has that's going to be the flush of the toilet, right, brother John? Oh, it has to be. going to be the flush of the toilet. Hey, brother Bob, real quick, if you don't mind, um, could you elaborate on the black swan event? What exactly that means? A black swan event. A black swan event is basically an event that is uh, it's a uh, it's a, a an event that's engineered, but yet is not. It's Kind of like, basically, it's an event that's basically going to decimate everything. Okay, it's it's bad for everybody. No, the 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 tide raises all ships. Well, the blast the the black swan will sink all the ships. Oh, that is what we call a biggie. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) It is a biggie. Everybody has a better interpretation, (laughs) but that's what it's it's an event that affects everybody. Okay, and that's why I call. I never seen a black swan before in my life. I don't know if you guys have. Uh, plenty of white ones, but not a black one. 
<laughs> and I don't know where the term comes from, but I know it's uh, basically a bad event that is a okay. global, it affects everybody on a large scale, okay? And it, we've seen it isolating countries, okay? But what they're looking for, everybody's looking for right now, guys, is a global black swan event. Mm-hmm. They never looked for this before, but now they're look, everyone's looking for a global black swan event, right, kind brother? Of- Kind of like 2020, right? What was that? Kind of like 2020. Yeah. Right. With the, yeah. Okay. And I agree that with you, Bob. It is, it is the rapture of the church. That, to me, it has is to be Black Swan event. It's going it to cause total chaos. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's yeah because what, whatever is after the rapture, it's going to be such a chaos on the earth that you you can talk about the grid, the computers, the planes, everything. It's going to be such a mess on the on the earth, and people mm-hmm. will be wondering what's going on. And then, of course, they will they will have to believe a lie. But um, it, it's going to be such a chaos. Like nobody, everybody that is not a Christian and doesn't believe through the blood of Christ cannot understand that. But uh, there, there will be some surprise, and people yeah. will be uh, will be messing around with a lot of things. But the chaos will be there. Right, it definitely feels like something's happening soon. I mean, well, it has I to happen soon. Yeah, I mean, look at uh, the United States in particular. I mean, there's some really intense stuff that's happening, you know, in in Texas, and I think that possibly very soon something might come out of that. But you get more so you can kind of see just how the the dominoes are have been arrayed and how they're getting mm-hmm. ready to just get kicked off. It's nuts, right? Yeah. Well, look at um. I said, look at uh, what's happening right now with the World Health Organization. Oh, okay, perfect. we're looking for the covenant with many. All right. So a covenant with many means it's a Gentile covenant with many mm-hmm. because if it was just with the Jews, it'd be a covenant with a few. <laughs> okay, they only make up like three, what, three and a half million people on the earth, the Jews. So we're looking at a covenant with many, which involves billions of people. Okay. And the World Health, the World Health Organization just, just declared that they need to make a global, do a global unification, basically a pandemic treaty that will help the entire world and prepare for a disease X. Okay. And yeah. basically what they need to do is they're telling everybody that, hey, we need to come together on this global unification, and through this, we will have power to basically dictate the rules in the event of a next pandemic. What? Okay, so we're already talking about disease X. Now that stuff is all engineered. We don't know what it's going to be, okay, and stuff like that. But they said it's a once this meeting coming up, the summit, this pact that they have coming up. They think it's going to be this May. And now they're saying they might be pushing off towards September now. Surprise, surprise, surprise for the feast of oh, Trump. Yeah. yeah. But be it as may, they said they said it's one is a once a it's a once in a generation meeting that they're going to be doing, and that they're rewriting their charter, their charter, and and they're calling for a uh, they're calling for a pact or summit for the future, something uh, the covenant for the future. Okay. And basically, like I said, they want to basically the World Health Organization in line with the United Nations. They will basically run the planet in the what happened when the next uh, pandemic kicks into gear. 
Okay. And that's, of course, uh, thanks to our, uh, you know, that guy in the White House. I don't know what that is, but <laughs> definitely not a president. But he, uh, he, he wrote away our rights to the World Health Organization. He called it, it was just a, it was just an agreement. I was like, no, Joe, that's a treaty. You can't do a treaty while con- without being Congress and without having Congress involved. But he did a treaty with the World Health Organization, right? His first year in office. All right. And that basically signed over our rights to the World Health Organization. So basically, guys, they want to do this whole thing in the next, what's, what's this is uh, beginning of February almost. So yeah. the next three to four months, five, six months. Okay. They even said one more thing. They even said that this, this has to be done this generation. This generation yeah. will see it be, this, this generation will see this be completed. They're using the word generation now. How about that? That is oh, interesting. Boy. They're getting ready, man. They know something. They're throwing yeah, those they words in there, right, brother Tom? Oh, yeah. They're throwing those oh, yeah. words in there. Oh, oh yeah. Brother. I'm just watching what's going on on the world stage. And you can just take just take Israel alone and see how prophetic everything that's happening there. Oh, yeah. When those red heifers went into that area, I, I was shocked. And I was like, all right, look up, man. Now they're talking about they may sacrifice one at Passover this year. Wow. No kidding. It's just it's it's amazing to see. And that's just Israel. Then you look at the, the nuclear threats. And that's why I was <clears throat> teasing, saying we would be like a burnt marshmallow. But yeah. I can't see the rapture in five years. I can't. They're threatening yeah. nukes right now. Yeah, well, Kim's yeah. doing that right now. He's he's picked yeah. up the pace in North Korea. He's he's been testing all these, uh, you know, ballistic missiles uh, from subs now. Yeah. And as mm-hmm. his people starve to death. You know, they have these huge parades where they they show all these these incredibly long missiles and everything. And uh, sure, he may send them out. They might land in the Sea of Japan. But I I have a feeling they have some that could make it to the West Coast. In fact, I I almost know they do. And there's an awful lot. And that's that's a that's that's a horrible weapon. Mm hmm. I mean, it smells it gasoline over all over the world. It, it, you just don't know who's gonna flink the uh, the spark to to blow yeah. up everything. Yeah. It's, Nobody it's wins. There's, there's good news though. There is good yes. news. I mean, in in spite of everything that is yes. going on, that is bad, and everything is rolling toward that point. Um, we have we have a hope, and that's what we got to hang on to. And Amen. Proclaim, man. It's just. You know, Thank you, Jesus. So far earlier. <laughs> there? Yeah. yeah. How you doing, Shofar? There we go. Ask and you shall receive. Yeah. Bob <laughs> mentioned, so far, John, mentioned John Boucher earlier. Watchman for that great day, if you're interested mm-hmm. in checking out. JB is a extremely great guy he really is you know so you learn a lot from watching him you know you see he has his chart behind him and all that stuff yeah. <laughs> you know look at this date look at that date you know john if you're watching yeah. i love you brother the holy <laughs> spirit the holy yeah. spirit oozes out of that guy you just watch him talk for five minutes like man that guy's got the holy spirit just yes. pouring out of him it's beautiful yeah. it is beautiful yeah. i love seeing the meekness and the gentleness and the brethren 
that's just yeah. again just like what is that Ephesians 4 2 it's just you can see that all all over them and it's it's so inviting and it just makes you want to go and listen right and just sit there and watch and I mean I all you guys have been such a blessing to me throughout my life. And it's crazy because it's like, how did I end up in the position where I'm at? Sometimes I ask myself that. <laughs> I'm like, only God. Only God. Because like what you're saying, Brother Tom, and I love how you illustrated how you run your channel about how you ask the Lord first. And I think that's so amazing. And and how I like to tell people to, to be a Berean, right? Because we need to go out and see if these things be true whenever we speak about things guys because you, sh you should never take it for our word guys go out exactly. there and and search the matter out settle it in your heart and yes. and the holy spirit is just fantastic right because you know it's god when you, you're working on projects and god's guiding you through it and you're like i had no idea how to do this and yet here it lays right and it's just that confirmation from the holy spirit so i love the way you talked about how the lord is leading your channel and do you have any any plans on what else with the channel or Yeah, I'm plan my my immediate plans are getting raptured and not doing any more videos. That's that's in my close range <laughs> plans. Uh, I don't have long term yeah. plans. Plan. Right? No long term plans. <laughs> that's a good plan. I, yeah. I'm just going sounds day like by a day. reasonable plan. It sounds I like a reasonable I keep telling everyone, plan. look, I, we don't have time to look for a day and an hour. The whole world is ramping up, and now yes. it's just day by day. We look up, and we're waiting for the next prophetic event on the prophetic calendar, the rapture of the church. Yes. And I don't like care you said who earlier. Antichrist is. I won't put 1% of my energy into figuring out who it is. I don't care. Mm -hmm. I, I want to be with yeah. Jesus and my brothers and sisters. Amen. And I want it yes. like tonight, but I know there's people <laughs> that need the Lord, yeah. so we got to be patient. He'll come in his perfect timing, but... I'm Amen. looking up every day. I'm looking up every day. That is so exciting. Yeah. And like Long you said stuff. about January. Wow. What's up, guys, with this month? I mean, yeah. something feels weird. I, yeah. It's so strange to me that I have to bring it back up because I've, I've felt the same way that January, just ever since oh, we yeah. kicked off in 2024, something I feel shifted. I don't know how to describe it. Yes. And I know we're not supposed to lean on feelings, right? Because we want yeah. facts over feelings, faith over feelings. But you can almost spiritually s discern something is taking place. And, and mm -hmm. I do pray and hope that is the, the rapture of the church, like very soon. Okay. Well, the, uh, there's a spiritual convergence that really accelerated on the first, I believe. That's why the earth moaned earthquakes and everything. The earth reacted yeah. to this convergence. And, um, so that's why he had all the earthquakes and tsunamis. And it's just, and you see these videos on TikTok. People are just this and this and this and this and this. And it's only the 9th of January. Oh, my goodness. And it's just going crazy. And basically, the veil is getting thinner. Okay? The veil is starting to fail. All right? And that's why we're starting to see these creatures walking about that usually depended on this veil to hide them. And now the veil is getting thinner. So basically, the convergence is basically our, our realm converging with their realm. Okay, and what's becoming one realm, right? And it and the earth needs to be in that position in order for the tribulation to be properly yeah. executed, because people need to see they need to see the devil fully who, for who he is for them to take the mark of the beast. Okay, yeah. they need to see it. Uh, God's like, look, I'm going to be fair. All right, you're going to have an angel preaching about the mist of heaven, Revelation chapter 14. You're going to see this angel. 
You're going to hear this angel. You're going to talk about this angel. The angel's going to have dinner with you and tell you and everything. Okay, there's there's no there's not going to be a veil. All right, the ones who don't believe need to see what's on the other side. Okay, you have creatures from the Revelation chapter nine that opens up from the abyss from CERN, I assume, and these creatures will be attacking them. All right, so they're not going to be invisible creatures attacking them, right, Tom? No, definitely not. Definitely not. And uh, you've seen all these giants. They're catching on these uh, catching yeah. on big ones, really big mm-hmm. ones. Watch. And these giants are trying to hide. These these giants are not charging nobody. They know the hand of restraint's not removed yet. They know there's consequences. They try to do. They try to approach us. They know there's consequences. Oh, yeah. They won't be able to live to do it. Okay, the skinwalkers. Yeah, they won't be able to live long enough to attack you because they're, they know the rules, right? The hand of restraint needs to be removed for these Amen. before these guys have full reign on the earth. Do you I remember? Mean, it's really simple to understand. Do you guys remember what 2020 felt like when we went through 2020 and everyone yes. was like, I can't wait till this year is done. 2021 is going to be so much better than 2021 was worse. I feel like mm-hmm. January 1st started that thing, but it's going to be monthly now. Maybe I'm right. wrong, but I feel like at the end of February, we're going to say, wow, that was worse than January it, until the Lord gets us. I really think yes. we're in that time period. And that's why I keep telling like, the people that watch my videos, like, man, if you're not reading the word right now, you got to yes. read the word. You got to cling yes. to Jesus right now because there's nothing else to cling to. And I feel like we're in those days where every week, every month, things are going to escalate until we're out of here. Yes, absolutely, Tom. I, think I can't say a word. Yeah, go ahead, John. <laughs> well, I was just going to say I can feel God's calendar breathe, breathing in my mm. neck. Like the calendar is going chuck, 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 chuck. And yeah. there is no such thing at uh, minus one minute, minus 30 seconds. I think we're we're past that. And any time, any, any day now or any second, even on a Tuesday night on uptime. Amen. That would be go. awesome. That That'd would be awesome. awesome. That would be the yeah. last one. Yeah, people in the chat it. are saying birth pains. And that's exactly what it is. Yes. Right? We're seeing Amen. the birth yeah. and they, there is no happens, coming back. Right? They get closer together. Braxton Hicks, right? They keep yep. getting closer, closer, more intense as we see that day approach. And it's amazing because I as well feel that call and tug on my heart from the Lord. The last, uh, last live stream I did on my channel, I, I just really feel like the Lord's telling us to get in the word, guys, get in the prayer, walk in relationship with the Lord and keep your eyes completely fixed on him. Because as we see everything disintegrate around us, he has to be that rock that we are built upon, right? Yeah. He has to be yeah. that foundation. And um, so if we start looking at the world and you have your hopes and your dreams in the world and the things of the world and you start seeing it decay and fall apart, it's going to introduce those fears and anxieties and worries. Because you, had, you let's just face it, you, you had put the world in God's spot. But God right now, I feel like he's calling us back, including myself. Like, come on, everyone, all eyes on me all eyes on me see what i'm about to do with the church the body of christ and to have no fear and it's it's intense and i'm experiencing it every day i was just telling the the brothers on the panel that i've been experiencing a spiritual warfare in my life that i have never experienced since being born again or ever in my life in general and that to me feels like a part of the barometer that shows how quick how close that we are so Pray yep. for me, everyone out there. <laughs> Please. Got it, brother. 
Well, you know, the good news is, is that when this veil gets thinner, okay, there's also uh, a higher level of encouragement that's going to be given to us, the believers. Okay, for example, something incredible Amen. has been happening to me over the last five days. Okay, and basically what happened was I had a dream. It starts with a dream, and it turned, it goes from a dream, and it, and, it, and it escalates into a real life experience when I wake up. Okay, check this out. So I have this dream. It's me and my family. And we're at a Christian school, and we wanted to go upstairs to check out the upper level of the Christian school. And but there were guards down there that said, "No, you can't go up there." But I was like, "Well, we want to check it out." I said, "No, you can't." So my son's like, "I'm going to go to the bathroom," and then my son's like, "I'm going to the bathroom too." And we all decide just go to the bathroom. Oh yeah, you can go to the bathroom. So we go to the bathroom. He said, eh, "Forget you," and we went upstairs. <laughs> okay, we got up there, and it was a completely different uh, environment. Then was from downstairs. Okay, all these beautiful—I don't know what—as backgrounds in the in where the where the the schoolrooms were supposed to be. There were just these big, open, beautiful, like background fields and a bunch of beautiful things. And then when I got to the end of the hallway, there was this classroom that actually it basically turned into a gymnasium. Where I walked into the gymnasium and then I looked all the way up to the top of the gymnasium where the lights were. I was looking at the lights, you know. And right when that happened, there was a knock. It went one, two, four knocks, woke me up. And this knock was a metallic knock. It's like if you take a, a, a pie, like a pie, get a store, take the pie out, you got the, got the aluminum. Uh, container ship of pie. You take Crazy. it and you put it against a board and hit ting, 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 ting. Woke me up. Mm. So I'm like, what was that? You know? And then it happened again about three minutes later. And I was like, those kids of mine, they're probably up messing around, you know? So <laughs> and it was so loud. It's like I was annoyed because wide awake. I was like, so, and it came from their part of the house. So I went over there and they were both asleep. Ooh. All right. I was like, what was that? Yeah. Okay, so that happened. All right, so four knocks twice, and of course, a four is the number of creation. All right, you're talking about DNA, um, change the moment, twinkle of an eye, mortal immortality. Four is also chapter four, where uh, John hears a voice from heaven, he sounds like a trumpet saying, Come up hither. Okay, four right there, and then the next night, and that was next night, it was like uh, about three nights later. The same thing happened again, except we're all downstairs, and my kids were in the basement, and then there was something in the, the, the room above us, and it just took its, I guess took the ball of his feet and hit the ground like boom, 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 hit the upstairs. I was like, what was that? She heard it first, and I had headphones on. She's like, Bob, I'm like what? You hear that knocking up there? And I'm listening, and then it happened again. Boom, 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 boom. The whole sequence again. I'm like, what is that? I was like, the kids are downstairs, you know, and right away I went upstairs. Nothing felt nefarious. It felt peaceful. So could it have been an angel of the Lord, the Lord himself? I don't know. But the whole people, I've been seeing a lot of people talking about that knocking, those four knocks. I don't know if it ever happened to you guys or anybody in the comments section here. Hmm. Have any of you dealt with the four knocks or maybe even three knocks? I have. Okay. 
because that was interesting. Something's going on. That the veil's getting thin, real thin, so thin now that you can hear something on the other side of the wall. Okay, just because there's a wall there, you can hear someone yell from the other side of a wall. Okay, in your house, if it's a thin wall, you can hear them. So the veil's getting thinner, really thin. Oh, yeah. Some people are asking if it could be a ghost or something like this or a manifestation or. I don't know. Well, it's definitely not one of the saints doing it. It's either an angel of the Lord or a demon. Well, that's only my only explanation. Mm-hmm. I don't see the purpose of a demon doing that. Yeah. You know, especially especially during that dream I had. You know, so I don't think that's uh I don't think it's actually I don't think it's nefarious or anything like that. You know, mm-hmm. I, I just think it's the angel of the Lord. Okay. Then you know it's almost time. You know. And uh, and when that happened, um, Bob, that's you know, it, it's not a, um, it's not something that that um, generated a lot of fear in your life. From what you're talking about, it's something no. that uh, you know you're thinking about. It must have, you know, it, it had to have been, it had to have been from the Lord, and it's also. Um, something that's you know we need to have um we need to be encouraged like we were talking about earlier and um, dreams and visions uh, are for encouragement you know they're not you know sometimes we'll get you know we'll get a a dream or a vision sometimes you get open visions um you know i haven't uh, i can't say that i've seen a lot of them over the years but you know, I have, mm-hmm. I have seen them in the past. Uh, it's something that, you know, like uh, John being up in Canada, Canada is a whole, a whole different bowl of wax in the United States is their laws. You know, they have, I, I understand that if, if you um, were to come on and, and do a teaching and you were <clears throat> want to say that, you know, uh, same sex marriage is, is wrong. And it's, yeah it's totally unbiblical that they could, you know, come and arrest, arrest you, you. Yeah. Yep. or, you know, shut it down. Uh, it's so absurd, <laughs> but, but the, uh, every day that, that we go on here that gets closer to the time of the departure oh, yeah. is um, it, it proves to me that the word of God is true. The word proves the, the world, the world proves the word is true every day with how it's going. Mm. the way things are going and and we we have um just a short period of time left we've been saying this for quite a while we don't know exactly when but the way things are going um it's just a matter of time and you know why i really exhort the folks that are listening in the chat to um, if you haven't made Jesus Christ the Lord in your life, if you haven't looked to Him and said, you know, I need you, and you know, I'm I'm ready for that that gift, and uh, I want to live for you and show me. Like I I say this a lot, you know, give Jesus a try, you know, just try Him. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like trying out a car in a car dealership. You know, you're going to take it for a spin. But why not give him a chance and and just ask him to show you, 
And they, people say, well, why do I need to ask him? Well, it's just, it's freedom of will. But when you do ask him, he'll show you. And he'll, he'll work within your understanding to, you know, he's gentle and meek, and, and but he's going to teach you. And he's going to lead you to different people to um, to learn from. And and just have an open mind about that. You know, you might tune in to uh, Tyler or, you know, Bob or any of these other guys that we have out there. And and they're they don't get on there for self, you know, and, you know, the, the so that they can make a bunch of money. Uh, they they go on there to 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 be the watchman and to to teach to get people to realize that it's pretty important what we're talking about and this is no this isn't some game either you know this isn't like monopoly we were talking about this is life this is life and death and the thing that's great about it is that when you when you're teaching somebody the truth of God's word you're actually have a part in raising somebody from the dead did you know that because it says we were dead in trespasses and sins without God and without hope in this world. So if you share the truth with them and they believe that they've passed from death into life. And if you don't think that's a big deal for the father, then you don't understand the word because Mm -hmm. it is a big deal. And, you know, you can tell people, that you've raised somebody from the dead and they'll say, Oh, that's impossible. Well, I've, I've had the opportunity to share the word with the few people who who've come to the Lord. I've never won anybody to the Lord, but he's worked in my life to share the truth so that they would believe. And that's what I think all of our, all of our hearts are in, in it for, you know, uh, I really do. The word is uh, the word is there right now. You can enjoy the word. Which verse says it? There will be a great famine of the word. I don't remember the verse there. Oh, um, but it's still now. It's available, but there is no time to put pretty flowers around the gospel. <laughs> okay, this is this is gone. Amos this is eight eleven. I think. I'm sorry. I think it's Amos eight eleven. Yes. There'll be a great famine of the word. So if we can get the verse on the screen, there you go. Behold, the days come, saith the Lord God, that I will send a famine in the land, not a famine of bread, nor a thirst of water, but of hearing the words of the Lord. And this is, okay, You people will say, hey, Frenchie, you are, you're not in the right dispensation and this and that. But it's still there. The old Bible was written for you, and the old Bible was not written to you. Okay? So there's differences. I understand that. But it's still there. Like Bob was talking about the land mourn. That's Jose 4.3. The land is mourning right now. So there is no more time with everything, all the topics that we talked about tonight, the word that you hear about the gospel tonight might be your last chance. So make make the right decision. I don't know how people see what's coming up. How do you see that, Brother Tom? How do you see the things coming up right now? Just physically, not regarding the Bible, but just physically. Do you think we live in a beautiful, nice, and pretty flower world? 
<laughs> I keep saying it's, let's see, I think the beauty of living through these very, very dark times is that gospel message shines brighter every single Amen. day. You know, every day I, I'll go, you know, I spend two to three hours preparing for my videos every day. And every day I look at the darkness in this world and I think, Lord, give me an opportunity to not just soak into this darkness. Let me show them the darkness and then show them how bright you are in these times. Amen. Because that message is getting brighter and brighter. And I, when I share the gospel and I share it every day and it's not, you know, sometimes I bet you there's a small handful of people that don't know the Lord, like in this chat. I bet you 99% of these people are saved, but you know what? I need to hear the gospel every single day. I need to yes. hear it every day. And the darker this world gets, Amen. the more I cling to the good news that Amen. Jesus paid for my sins with his blood. Yes. You know, that's, that's the most intense words that I could say. And the simplest way he paid for our sins with his blood. Yes. The one who spoke and nothing became everything went to a cross for us. And that's just, you know, so I don't care how dark the world gets. My savior is getting brighter every single Amen. day. And, Amen. That, and, and the road, right on that yes. journey. And just like guys, we, you know, we were created by him and he formed us from, from the ground, right. The delicacy that he took and breathed into Adam, right. His nostrils, the breath of life. We are still his workmanship. Right. So yeah. we still see that that typology and that picture being illustrated further. And to know that God is the head of all things, completely sovereign in control over our salvation and, and has sealed us with his mm. Holy Spirit of promise. Ephesians one thirteen, Ephesians four thirty. It's such a blessing. And to know how dark the times are getting. One thing that I have noticed in my own personal walk with the Lord is there's not a lot of gray area anymore. It's either the brightness or the darkness You're right. you know it's very easy now to discern that path to the lord and what the lord has been doing in our lives and is calling us to do it's much easier now to recognize the voice of the lord in the situations that we're going through in our life right now because of that gross darkness that has come over the land so and on one side it's terrifying and, and sometimes it can be like whoa god what's going on but on the flip side it's like lord this is a blessing because now I know more of you than I probably ever would have known in any other circumstance. And God, right. nothing's by, you know, chance. There's no such thing as chance or randomness no. with God. I just don't believe that. And each and every single one of us, I know God had put into the loins of your father and, and planned that family tree out yeah. across all of creation and all of time because he knew the beginning from the end. So it was no accident that you're here tonight, even listening to us here live on Uptown Community Church or that Brother Tom's here. This was all God's will and how he's steering and directing us. Yeah. And I think that's really fascinating to sit back and think, God, you're amazing. You're really you're, you really are planning everything and, and ordering our steps through life. And um, God will give you experiences, too, and to show you just how he really orders your steps. It's amazing, guys. It, God is. I so saw good. in the chat there that you just put up the days of Noah are returning. Once mm -hmm. the door yes. will be shut, the rapture will be done. Then it's gonna be it's gonna be so hard to believe because there will be a lie that everybody is mm -hmm. gonna believe, and that's gonna be such 
disastrous thing because people won't be able. I don't think it's going to be easy to be a Christian after that, to become a Christian. Because if you're a Christian and truly Bible believer with the blood of Christ, you're already gone. But whatever comes after that, it's going to be such a chaos. It's going to be so hard that I don't understand how people will be living. And right now, uh, Brother Tom was talking about the darkness of this world. Well, I think it's a full gambling to go through the darkness without the gospel. I think this is yeah, this is yeah. crazy. This is it's not crazy. having Jesus Christ as your savior. This is crazy. I mean, you're going through the darkness and it's like you put every all your bets on the black there. I don't gamble, but uh this is a gambling thing, I think. If you don't if you don't want to be with the Lord Jesus Christ and believe in the blood because if you don't, I'm sorry, but there's There's a tremendous definition of the word lost, and it's it's incredible. One of my pastor once told me, he says, besides the fact that it's going to be physical to be in hell for those who goes there, it's going to be so hard physically, like the burning, the smell, the, the, the pain, and the crying and everything. But the worst pain will be the spiritual one knowing that the Lord Jesus Christ will never hear you anymore. Mm. Like the, mm. the void of being, the hope will be gone. Now, if you, even those who are not saved, if somebody is sick, they might get on their knees and pr pray the Lord for a salvation and stuff like this, yeah. which is great. But once you're there in hell, that's going to be hit. That's going to be done, deal done. No one's going to listen to you or hear you or hear your prayers or anything like this. It's going to be a void. And that's yeah, going to yeah. be tremendously painful, I think. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I once heard it said that you can go 30 days potentially without food. You can go potentially three days without water. You can potentially go a few minutes without breathing. But you can't go any time without hope. And I just... That crushes my heart to think about that situation because, yes. as, you know, if we're all honest, we've all been in parts in our life. We've experienced what hopelessness feels like. Mm. But because of the one we serve, God, King of the universe, Jesus Christ, Yeshua HaMashiach, he has given us a hope that no matter how bleak things get, we can fall on him. And I, I just mm. don't I constantly rack my mind. I'm like, God, I don't know how people get through this life without you i don't know how they do it well, well see we guys... were all we were all like that at one point you know we you know before we before we got saved we were all just sort of bottles just floating along in the in the sea empties if you will and uh, then we were picked out of the ocean and the lord said okay you know i'm gonna fill you And he doesn't do things haphazardly, and he doesn't make mistakes. So, uh, Michael, you mentioned uh, we're his workmanship earlier, Amen. created in Christ Jesus. You know the word workmanship is poema. That word poema like, means masterpiece, and we're the master's piece. Okay, each and every one of you, if you believe what Jesus has accomplished, you know, 1 Corinthians 15, 1 to 4. If you believe that, 
you're a masterpiece. Hmm. And artists only usually have one masterpiece in their lifetime. But each and every believer is a masterpiece. There's a, this, is, this isn't made up. This isn't, uh, you know, Paul didn't write that just to fill, fill us. Uh, you know, he, his quill was running out, so he needed a word. Hmm. No, he, he put that in there. You know, where his workmanship, workmanship is a great, is a great word. But when you take it back and you you look at masterpiece, you think, whoa, you know, yeah, that's pretty, that's a big deal. Now, it are is. we all going to live flawless lives? The word says that we're going to stand before him blameless in love. We're, we stand before him blameless in love, not faultless. It never says faultless, but it says blameless because he took all the stuff that was against us, all the blame, if you will, and nailed it to his cross. So, it, you know, if you get to know him and then you find out what he accomplished for you. And then you'll learn to love him. Yeah. I mean, that's. And this isn't. You know, this is not a. um you know, a panel that's on here to try to make, to scare people into believing. No. That's, that's not the purpose of it. You know, the love of God calls a man to repentance. Uh, we don't, we can't work hard enough for our salvation. Jesus Christ had to accomplish it. And when he yeah. said it is finished, he didn't say it is partially finished. He said it is finished. What was finished? Salvation. You know, he led captivity captive, gave gifts unto men. But you just think about that, that verse, created in Christ Jesus unto good works. Now, if we're serving him, we're going to want to work for him, but Amen. we're not working for the salvation. Like John was saying, you know, we, we want to share, you know, as long as we have breath in our bodies, we want to share the truth. Amen. And we want people to come to him. And, you know, it's... Uh, that's that's love. That's, you know, the love of God wants people to, you know, the Lord wants you to come to a knowledge of the truth. He, wa- he wants all men to be saved. He doesn't, he's not picking out a certain group saying, well, let's see, Hagen, you're from California. I don't know. Maybe I can work you in there. I don't know if I can or not, but I'm going to try. You know, um, John, you're a Canadian. I don't know about those Canadians. <laughs> <laughs> but, good. you know but yeah wait a second but i'm just using it as a, kind of an example it he mm. he saw that we that we were going to believe and amen you know we were not worthy of what we've received and michael was just saying you know he uses the term it's it's so amazing that's one thing i like about you pals you know he's talking about how amazing it is and it truly is amazing that he would take you know, uh, five guys like us yeah. and take the time to save us. Now, I'm not talking bad about any of y'all, but I, I oh, think no. about, I think about myself and I was just this old, this old funky hippie from California when I got mm-hmm. saved, you know, and, mm-hmm. and thankful that, that Marianne opened her mouth and invited me to a fellowship, you know, Amen. Amen. Um, but if she had who knows, you know, but, you know, I find that so awesome, though, about how God works, right? He he wins us over with his compassion and his love. You know, John, first John talks about for God is love and 
and we know the power of of God is also his love, you know, for God so loved the world, right? And those who have been forgiveth much, loveth much. And I see how this this love, this agape that's in scripture, how it works and how how it's amazing power. The bond of perfection is love, right? And it's like, wow. And when we loveth much because we've been forgiveth much and we continually seek the Lord and we see how he's forgiven us throughout our lives, even after coming to the to the truth that is in Jesus and being saved, we know that past, present, future was completely wiped out, right, by the blood of Jesus, that handwriting that was against us. And and as we grow in understanding and experience with the Lord, and we're like, wow, Lord, you've forgiven me, you forgave me here, you, for, you already knew I was going to mess up today, and you already forgave me at the cross. Wow. And that love, man, it just gives you the strength and the power to overcome any obstacle, right? And it's like that love compels you to want to follow and be obedient. It's not mm-hmm. out of fear or or like, oh, what's going to happen if I don't do the right thing? It's because we yeah. love him because of what he's done for us. You know, Michael, and, what, what you're saying is, is, you know, it's interesting to listen to you because you were talking earlier about the spiritual attacks and things you've been going through. Yeah. Pretty much everything that you've said this evening mm-hmm. <laughs> has been... Has been the Lord working in you to build you up to where you're going to be able to handle these spiritual attacks. I mean, I'm just sitting back here amazed. I'm going, God, you're really pretty cool because it's coming out. It's coming out of Michael's mouth after all this stuff he's been going through. He very easily could have copped out tonight and said, you know, God, I can't handle this tonight. I've just been, it's been too rough a day, Mm -hmm. but just, just being here tonight, he's he's energized you to share a lot of what many people need to hear, me included. That Amen. We need to continue to to look to him, the author and finishers, finisher of our faith. I, I'm Amen. really, you guys just this has been this has been really good. Amen. Let's get into some questions now. How's that sound? Yeah. This first one here is for Tom. This is from Departure Heaven, Rick, Brother Rick. It says, Tom, what are your thoughts of us trying to divide Israel with the April 8th solar eclipse, drawing a direct X over the U.S.? All of a sudden, we are on the verge of a civil war. So what do you think about that? I'm telling you one thing. It it doesn't look good. <laughs> I mean, on paper, no. it doesn't look good. It, it um I remember when the first one happened, and then when I found out that the second, the April 8th one's going to happen, and it does form a direct, it almost, it looks like an X, but sometimes I actually spent some time today looking at it, and I was measuring to see, because it almost looks like a cross, and I was like, I wonder if that points to Israel, and it doesn't, that, that I could see, but I, I really think I, we're going to see some wild times if we're still here, like as this year goes on. This is going to be wild. I, I don't see April 8th coming and going and having nothing happen. There is something going on. And this mm-hmm. looks like civil war, whether it's real or planned or whatever it is. I don't, you know, I said on my video yesterday that I, I'm older now. I don't just 
see something and choose a side quickly. Now I'm a little more, I sit back and, you know, this whole thing in Texas, when I was younger, I just would have said, oh, seal up that border, put up that rate. Now I'm going, what is really going on here? And who's pulling the strings? Because I know both sides of the aisle are crooked, you know? So, so I'm not just jumping on and, and, you know, I love my country, but I don't trust the leaders of my country anymore. I don't, and I haven't for a long yeah. time. And I'm older now, and I'm just looking, going, something's going on. <clears throat> and will we be on the verge of civil war by April 8th? We could be on the verge of civil war by Thursday, you know, the way things mm. are going right now. You yeah, know, so right. yeah. I, I don't really know what I make of it. I know one thing, it's serious. You know, it's serious. What do, what do you guys think about it? Well, we do know that right now that they have military units or catching military units crossing over the borders from the north and the south who are actually wearing military gear now. It's getting that bad. They're wearing camouflage, packs, and everything now. And they're coming in to, to many, many groups now. And on top of that, I know that uh, what's going on over at Eagle Pass down there it has to make you think. Because I saw a video where they have all that commotion right there with those razor wires. If you go about a half mile mile down the road, there's a gate over there that's open. No one's there watching it. So is this uh, a political move or something Something here doesn't seem to be sitting right? And another thing I don't like yeah. about it is <clears throat> the fact that all of our states are the red states. You know, the problem states for the Biden administration. All the red states are taking their personnel, sending it into one convenient location. They're all all the red states are sending their they're, they're, they're sending their uh, their guard their state guard to Texas. Okay, imagine if they just wanted to just bomb it right there. All the all, all the state guards conveniently conveniently one location, just drop a big bomb or even a nuke, take care of all that and get this party started. Wipe out. You know, in the blue state, they're just going to take the, their, their their guard and probably turn against their citizens. Okay, but the red states won't do that. You know, there's something to this thing that's not quite adding up. But I do believe what you're talking about there, Brother Tom, that sign coming up April 8th, mm-hmm. there is a lot pointing, a lot that th- that sign is pointing at. So much that I got to do a rapture resurrection report on now because there's so much nice. pointing at that sign. Mm. Okay. I don't know if it's going to be the rapture or not, but it certainly does indicate the rapture is, is not too far off. There <laughs> we go. There's Boucher yeah. again. Amen. The rapture <laughs> during the eclipse. <clears throat> yeah, that'd be, that'd be nice. But yeah, this, this whole thing with civil war and the possibilities, guys, it's, it's frightening, to say the least. I actually have had a couple of dreams where I was in the military and again, and I was uh, coming around a corner and we were in combat fighting. And when I turned the corner, I seen my friend that I served with and he was on the opposite side facing me. And um, when immediately when I woke up, I felt in my spirit civil war and I was like, oh, man, I hope this is just a bad dream, you know. I hope there's nothing to this kind of thing, but it's it's frightening because when you look at the prospects of of federal troops, are they going to take a lawful order to open fire on mm. on their brothers in arms? I if I just I can't conceivably think that they would, but if they do, it's it's America as we know it's it's over with. 
Oh, yeah. Right. That's why they want to bring on the immigrants in, because they're replacing our military yep. and our police forces with them. That's why if you check the Navy, look look at the standards they have for the Navy. You don't need a GED no more. Don't need graduate high school. I mean, you don't even need to speak the language. And basically, they made the offer to all these military age men. They're trying to justify why they're all coming over here. So their their answer was, don't be afraid. We're, we're giving these guys a chance to join our military. And they, they do well. And they're faithful to us. We'll give yeah. them citizenship. I'm like, mm, mm. not buying that. You're yeah. going to take them and turn them against the U.S. citizens because exactly. you know what the problem is. Biden wants to take control of the uh, the Texas Guard, National Guard, mm-hmm. and guess what? They and even the border control of federal agents like, you know, we're not going against our own brethren here, so they're not listening to Biden. So Biden's like, man, get mm-hmm. these military age men in here that will serve me and only me, and not back down from my orders. Yeah, get these guys exactly. in here. And L.A., Los Angeles, they just graduated their first. A police academy class of all illegal immigrants, all men, all legal immigrants in L.A. Wow. First class this year. Okay, mm. it's coming. That's the reason why they defunded all of our cities and the, the defunded the police and everything. And guess what? They also changed the. Not only did they change the requirements to get into the military, they also changed the uh, what you have to do to the the standard of uh hmm. being in shape they changed that too yep. before it's like you just have to be able to tell the difference between a man and woman properly now it's like okay you need to get back and take they, they actually raised their standards like significantly and said no 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 we're, we're going back the old way we need to get these men in shape why yeah. because the men coming in are going to be their true soldiers and they discarded they even went through the military and tried to get rid of people who were were i guess they were nationalists or whatever so they purged our military people like that Okay, so now they're bringing these guys in to replace them and they don't speak. They don't know our Constitution. None of that stuff. Yeah. So there's no loyalty, right? No loyalty. American people. And that's I I have a question, not just for all you guys, but also for everyone in the chat. I'd love to just see what everyone thinks about this. You guys think there's going to be an election in November? No, 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 no. Wow. How about the chat? You guys think there's going to be an election in November? Probably not. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, no. Because if Trump went up against Biden, he would get probably 70% of the vote right now. And they're not going to allow that. Yeah. No. Something's got no, to gonna, they happen. have their surprise candidate, uh, Michelle, waiting in the wings. I don't know if you heard about that over the uh, weekend. but Yeah, uh, I've, heard, I've heard something about that. Yeah. Michael? I mean, Michelle, excuse me. I Did I say that? Really? <laughs> yeah. Michael Brown. I know I'll get in trouble now. That's okay. I don't think they can afford that, Tom. I really don't. Because they know he's yeah. going to have, he's going to mop the floor with them. Yeah. yeah. And, and, they're even, they're even trying really hard right now with the polls right now to try to make Trump look, trying to make Biden look good. You know, like by like Trump is leading by fifty five is fifty five to uh fifty fifty five to forty five. I'm like, what? Come on! I mean, nobody in this country can be supporting Biden. Biden should be like at a two or a one, <laughs> or maybe even like a quarter of a maybe like a tenth of one. I was like, who is supporting Biden? Who? Who? Okay. 
So they're, they're going to lie. They're going to lie all the way through this thing. And we don't know what's going to happen. If there is an election, my prediction is they're going to cheat and put Biden in again. And it's going to be so obvious. And that will turn that will turn the tables and that will start a revolutionary war. That will start a war because they know nobody's voting for that guy. So, well, I got to I'm going to kind of disagree with you on that, Bob. I think if there is an election, I think Trump will get 70 percent of the popular vote. I don't think there's any way, shape, or form that this Biden can get back in there, and that will mm-hmm. that will tip the scales. And because they're they're scared to death of what he'll do, yeah, and he's going to reverse all this stuff right in the first day. Oh yeah, and oh, yeah. he's going to just it's going to be cleaning house, and it's not it's not going to be pretty. I mean, our prime you know, minister is scared. I, I can that. see. Real quick, I can see two directions, and you guys tell me what you think about this. You guys in the chat, too. Either we're going to have an event occur that's going to induce martial law or something of that nature that's going to postpone elections, or Trump's going to get in. He's going to be duly elected in as president. And because of the chaos over the last four years, people are going to just freely give their liberties away and there'll be a police state and it'll be an absolute lockdown as he returns everything back to law and order. And I, I've thought of both of those possibilities and I think both are really good potential candidates. And um, I know that a lot of people have had dreams and visions of seeing a police state in America. And um, what do you guys think? It could happen, could happen Michael. It could happen. I, I even put that out where Trump would Trump can come back. And if you hear the rhetoric that he says, you know, Trump is pretty much taking the same pathway as Hitler. You know, yeah. he was popular. He was minority. He the was uh, in prison. Hated. Came back. The whole country got behind him. Okay. And he won. A, he won an election that pretty much was not even like it was even an election. And, and then he restored the country. Then after that, they threw everybody into to internment camps. Okay. Yeah. So I could see Ecclesiastes one night, nothing new under the sun with this guy. Yeah. My problem with exactly. Trump is he won't admit that he wants to, he never asked God for forgiveness. You ever see those interviews? Yeah. Yeah. I never mentions Jesus, never mentioned God. You know, he would, he answers like an antichrist. That's how he answers those questions. Yeah. He does. And he walks oh, well. around, and he, you know, he gets around those questions. It's like, that's an antichrist. Yeah, have you, have you seen well, no it, guys? He's like, "Well, I just tried to do better next time. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need. I don't. I don't think I have to to ask for forgiveness. I just do better. I make it right." Well, I, I don't trust them personally, but I don't trust any politicians. I just don't. No. My trust yeah, is gone. True. He's the father of the. You know what? I just. I don't trust any of them. I think they're all on the same team and uh, different levels. Well you said. Know, right. Yeah, well Trump said. would. Trump will be the guy that Satan. Will use to get everybody on the right. He already has everybody on the left. Okay, he got it. He has all those people. But how do I get those guys on the right? How do I get those self righteous Christians and those patriots and capitalists? How do I get all them behind me? Yeah. Well, I need to find a leader on the right that's like them. And then what I'll do is I'll use Trump to lead them to my mark of the beast. And don't tell me that he won't do that because he already did Operation Warp Speed already. Exactly. Okay. He exactly, did the worst. He did the, right? the absolute worst thing anybody's yes. ever done to this country. Yeah, he, he and no did a horrible one seems thing. 
to think about that. Or how about eventually he'll say, um, you knew expletive well I was a snake before you took me in. And I, I'll, I'll never forget that that creepy punk. Like, who reads something like that like to an audience? And the, the even more strange thing is no one's asking questions like, well, why is he talking about a snake and how it's going to bite them and betray them and say that you knew I was a snake before you took me in? Like, I don't know. Was there some kind of pre-existing context to this story or that, <laughs> that poem? Do you guys remember uh, really? that? He always had it folded in his pocket everywhere he went. He'd <laughs> open his jacket and pull out the, the poem. Yeah. Hmm. I don't think anybody has ever, I, I don't think I have ever seen an interview that anybody has ever done with Donald J. Trump uh, that has has pressed him on believing in Christ. It's always superficial. Yeah. Even even the uh, the folks that went into the White House and supposedly prayed over him. Oh, sheesh! What a group. Yeah, that was. You know, a- I, I'm I'm yeah. sorry. You know, and God forgive me for, and I'm not going to mention names, but. You can look back, you know, you can go back and look at that group and, oy vey, um, I'm sorry. There there wasn't enough, there's not enough true spirituality there to put in a in a teacup. Mm. Oh, yeah. You know, and they yeah, were all yeah. praying over him. All the charismatic uh, preachers and stuff like that. You know, yeah, yeah, but yeah. It, it, it was, you know. It wasn't genuine, and you know I'm not sitting here judging him, but I think I kind of agree with Bob on this. I think he's he's the catalyst. He's he's the he's the linchpin here. With um, if if he should get in there, it's you know people are think going to think it's going to be utopia. Yeah, I beg I beg to differ. I think it's going to be really bad. <laughs> You know. Well, you know, if he, if they take it on Epstein, if they take it on everybody that was on the Epstein list and anybody that threatened them or anything like that, you know, they can easily do that. But yet they haven't taken out Trump. Okay, yeah. he's out there in public, like no problem. Nobody's messing with them. No attempts. Yeah. They say there are attempts, but there aren't. Okay, <laughs> so this is there's something engineering happening here. Yeah. I'll get this next question here from Lisa. Yeah, Lisa. Says, a question for the chat and everybody here. I've been hearing a lot of talk about the three days darkness. Me too. I've been hearing a lot of that on TikTok mm-hmm. now. And I can't find that anywhere in this in, in structure. I think she meant scriptures. It's in the scriptures about as one of the ten plagues of Egypt, those three days of darkness. Mm-hmm. But what you're talking about here is actually a, a prophecy that was uh uh, spoken by a uh, Catholic monk or priest named Padre Pio yeah. back in mm-hmm. 1945 or 1960, something like that. And basically, it's a it's a demonic prophecy of the seven year tribulation. He says there are three days of darkness, and I looked at it just recently, but I'm gonna regurgitate the whole thing. It takes like ten minutes to read it. Yeah. <laughs> but the main thing he said is this that there is judgment coming from God on the world, on the wicked. It's going to be global. That's the tribulation. The problem is, he says, it lasts for three days. Well, what's a biblical week? A day. Okay, so that's three years. Okay. And then, of course, three and a half years, unless the days are shortened, be it as it may, but three days. 
And the other thing, too, is what threw me off is uh, if you read the prophecy, Padre Pio says, in order to be protected during this time, you must pray to God the Father for the, for the protection from Mary. Mary, the mother of Jesus, will protect you. So pray to God for her protection. And I'm like, and pray the rosary, yeah. too, and you'll be protected. I was like, okay, <laughs> stop right there. Okay, yeah. you don't worship Mary. You don't pray the rosary. Okay, I came from all that stuff. Cap twenty eight years. It's all bull crap. Yeah. Yes. So you tell me that I go, I pray to the Creator of the universe, who created the heavens and the earth, that can move planets and asteroids and everything. I pray to Him and I ask Him, Hey God, tell your human being over here you created Mary to protect me. Okay, because she has more power than you, evidently. How stupid does that sound? Yeah, yeah. especially the but part that I think prophecy. I remember seeing about uh, beeswax candles. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure you had that beeswax candles as well. Had to be if, beeswax. I, if I remember correctly, which yeah, had what to be about beeswax. the beeswax candle? Right. Oh, well, that's what you had. Yeah, no, that's what, apparently to have protection from the darkness. Right. You had to right. get it's beeswax from, candles from the and light them. Yeah, it had to be bees. It had to be from me. It's a, it, it's a, it's, I remember hearing that from my mom back when I was like 10 years old, this whole three days of darkness. She had a book that I looked at. And basically, yeah. it's three days where you cannot step outside your house because yep. Earth will be covered in poisonous gas that will kill everybody. Sounds like sounds like the, the time of God's wrath. That's what it sounds like to me. You can't even step outside and be killed. And there'll be creatures walking the earth, demonic creatures, and they'll be attracted to your house if you have a light on side. So you have to cover up your windows and cannot get outside, can't go nowhere. And of course, Padre Peel gives you instructions on when it's okay to go feed your animals in the night and stuff. It's just such bull crap. You know, so <laughs> it is. I don't it see really it happen. I think maybe they might try to mimic something like that i don't yeah. know for all the people that believe that crappy prophecy i don't know i don't know i mean i i suspect that you know we had times of darkness as judgments in the past that you know maybe it could happen but the thing that i think is absolutely tomfoolery if i will say is the fact that all these like listed items that you can have can't have it's very uh, traditions of men, if you will. So I just don't subscribe to that. Mm -hmm. You said tomfoolery. I used to know yeah, that. A lot of tomfoolery. Oh, anyway. Mm -hmm. uh, well, you guys, I, I'm I almost hung in there to the very end. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna have to get going here. And uh, well, thank you guys for being on. Oh yeah. And it's yeah, a real blessing yeah. to see you guys again, too. And I'm hoping I'll be back next week. Oh, yeah. I'd love to see you, brother. So, have a good evening. Take care, brother. God Take bless. Care, brother. Good night, brother. There's a question here from Annette. She says, do you believe that there will be a black swan event within a few months? I do. I believe I do. the rapture resurrection can happen this month. I think so, too, yeah. There'll be something yeah. funny or funky that's going to happen. Something's yeah, and I think happen. that sign on April 8th is a big one. When I wrote my book, The Road to 2024, it was based on that sign. It's going to apex at that sign. And you can basically in the book, I said, you know, the beginning of it was with that, the one 2017, and then it will end with the second one that goes across on April 8th. Man, I cannot believe I'm still alive. I'm still, a lot of still here. Yeah. 
I did it's not so think for crazy. a second that we would be here. On I thought oh. that was going to be mid trib at that yeah. point. You know something. Yeah, but, same here. But you know the thing when same the Lord here. gave me that title, the road to twenty twenty four. I was like, you know, it seems like a shallow title because you know people are looking for the rapture in two thousand nineteen when I published it. You know why are you saying the road? You mean we got to go? To, we got to go all the way to twenty twenty four, Bob? That's what I got all the time. I'm like, no, I'm not saying that. I guess uh, the Lord's like, nope. You're going to go all the way to 2024. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's why it's called the road to 2024. So it's, that's another good one. You know? funny, yeah, because in 2019, you know, if I know you guys were probably like me. I couldn't, I didn't even want to think that there could be that much time left. I was no. like, oh, man, come on. For us in Canada, it's not going to be a black swan. It's, it's going to be a Canadian goose. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody a put loon, that in the like chat. Like a loon? <laughs> Ooh. Aren't those things called loons or something like that? Yeah. Oh my, oh my, oh my. All right, another question. Says uh will the whole Texas migrant situation lead to a civil war? First of all, it'll be a revolutionary war. A civil war is a is a war of states versus the states. We're not having that. We're having the states versus the federal government. So we're having a revolutionary war, actually. Okay. It is. So not going to be a civil war, a revolutionary war. But you, you guys hear now that the migrants are getting hungry. They're getting tired. The government's cutting them off. And guess what the migrants are doing now? They're going house to house, knocking on doors. Say, hey, give us your food. Okay. That knocking yeah. is only going to last for so long. And that knocking is going to stop. They're going to start kicking down your doors. Exactly. Uh, man, it's already happening, Yeah, that will push you to some... Interesting points, and I know personally in in our surrounding cities, uh, there's a place near me called Clarksville, Indiana, and there's been such a boom. It's amazing. You can see how much just more traffic there is. There's a lot of just not just homelessness, but just immigration and immigrants there. And um, here lately, I've been seeing a lot of them on the sides of roads with signs and stuff like that. And they're so bold, guys. It's like they'll walk right up to someone's. I've seen them walking up to people's car, like practically knocking on the windows, like with their sign. They're like, come on, come on. I'm like, whoa, this is nuts. What is happening to America? It's, it's, it's incredible. And it sounds like the United Nations, like, assembly inside of a Walmart now. Like, half the languages, I don't even know what in the world they're speaking. Uh, it's just crazy. What do you think, Brother Tom? Yeah, I think uh, I don't know what this, uh, you know, this whole Texas thing. I can't get a total grip yet of what's going on. I'm still in the mm. the watching. I, it can go in a million directions. You know, I just think that it's something to do with our country completely imploding. And I, I, but I don't know exactly when or how long. And, and like I said, it could start on Thursday because I'm just seeing things since January 1st pick up. I don't know if you guys have thought this, but talking about Bob earlier, you're talking about like the veil thinning. Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, you know, pre 2020, we looked at life like there was things of God, there was evil things, and then there was just kind of day-to-day -day things. And I know yeah. that the world's always belonged to Satan, but but people could fake it. They, their, their veil was thicker, you know? So there was mm -hmm. like, you could, you could be attracted to things of God, or you could find really twisted evil stuff, and then there was normal everyday life. And I feel like that's completely gone now. 
All it yeah. is now is things of God and Jesus and everything else is lies and deception. Everything else. Yes. Yeah. So the only thing I trust is Jesus right now. I don't trust anything. And I, I go through news every morning and I'm like, all right, I'm seeing enough of this that I'm going to present it to the audience. But I don't know if it's, I can't verify anything. It's very, very hard to vet news stories right now. You know, the media is a totally mm -hmm. different beast than they used to be. Oh, yeah. And it's just, you know, and Telegram and Twitter have the news a day before the mainstream media, you know, and yeah. that's good and bad because sometimes they got the fakest stuff quicker <laughs> and sometimes <laughs> they got the real stuff quicker. But it's it's very hard to vet news stories. There's been times I've presented something and by the time it's uploaded, I realize it's fake and it's like, oh, man, you know, so it's very yeah. it's mm -hmm. it's hard hard yeah. i don't trust any of them yeah yeah pretty much uh jesus said warned us deception yes. can be a lot of yeah. deception brother yep. Bob, amen that's exactly yep. what just went through my mind when you said that deception wow. yeah, do deception. not be deceived yes. you know and be i've been a watchman since 2012 on youtube and i've seen a lot of stuff and i sat there and said nope see the rap's gonna happen here this gonna end here this this and that you know, and all of a sudden it was a deception, you know, and I had to own up to it. I was like, I'm sorry I said that, folks. It was all deception. It was all a lie. You mm. know, I was just, and, you know, it taught me how to filter stuff. Mm. Yeah. You know, and when you see stuff like what's going on the border now, I was like, you know, that's a, there, there, you got to think about who's going to benefit. How does everybody benefit? How do the globals yes. benefit? How do, how does the UN benefit? How does Biden benefit? How does Trump benefit? How does everybody benefit? You know, and the way it looks to me right now, that's that that's a catalyst right now where they're trying to start a revolutionary war here. I know that they want to get down to 500 million people, and they know that the United States is standing in the way of the new world order and the 70 tribulation. Yes. So don't be surprised. You're seeing this stuff happening, and you got this big LF and the Toth. Um, mm. written right on the country okay the yeah. beginning and the end alpha and the omega the beginning and the end and you know I, what i gotta say about that is the united states is the timepiece i believe for the age of grace god used it at the end you got the united states timepiece winding down israel timepiece winding up and he said hey it started and now it's about to end they yeah. left in the top beginning and the end alpha and the omega it's coming to an end here guys and we put I those know. Two X's and he put it right wow. there in Texas. You know, I think that's where all my X's live in Texas. Yeah, I yeah, got yeah. the X right there in Texas from yeah. October. And uh, wow. that's just uh, wow. I that mean, it is... just goes on and on. Yeah. So, two hours in, brother brother Michael. Yeah. You want to do another question? Anyone have anything else? To say, you guys, are you guys good for now? Or do you want to do another question? Why don't we just close out with one you last question, out? and we'll do like a yeah. round. But everybody will how how everybody want to answer it, okay? And in order to do that, I would have to pick out a question. Uh, this is a good one to end off with. It will be right here. What do you all think the kingdom will be like? I guess in the millennial reign. We talk about That's all the bad stuff, but we know we're going home. So, yeah. so this would be heaven and also the millennial reign. My guess, I would actually like to, how, what would heaven be like? Yeah. You know, and 
I tell you what, if you guys are on Facebook or any places where the, the AIs are putting up, they're designing these make-believe places, okay? And they are coming up some really nice places. There was actually a picture I saw that I showed it to my wife. And this picture, I told my wife, if this was, if this is not a heaven picture, I don't know what is. And well, I guess I can't find it here right now. Oh, here it is right here. Take a look at this picture, if you can see it right here. Look at that. Look at that. Wow. Do you think that might be justifiably uh, a, a room that you will see in your mansion in heaven? I think that I think that's about the closest I've ever seen something like that. <laughs> that looks nice. Oh, God. God. <laughs> wow. That's what's waiting for us, everybody. You, I know it sucks down here. Yeah, that's what's waiting for us. So that's that's my answer. What do you think, brother Michael? Yeah, um, wow, that looks amazing. And personally, I would love to have a nice log cabin in heaven, <laughs> some pine trees out front, mm. and um, that I just love nature. That's one of the things that just I just love God's creation and and the smell of pine trees and the forest and the animals. But uh, heaven, yeah, I absolutely think that. Heaven's going to be a place that we know of, you know, where there's going to be no more tears that are going to be shed. You know, God said, behold, I'll make all things new. So we won't have to see any suffering, any diseases or pestilence. We'll, we'll see, I, I believe, animals, right? I think that our the creation itself is a similitude and it mm-hmm. created in likeness of what is in oh, yeah. heaven. So, you know, trees and grass. It's I think it's going to be like this, but a hundred billion times better and just more colorful and i we, our eyes might see more colors on the, on the spectrum um could can we see music can we see music now i don't know maybe i think that'd be pretty fantastic though so heaven is gonna be an awesome place yeah it passeth all understanding exactly that's what the bible says it's impossible to figure it out um okay ai thank you but uh they probably I mean, didn't come nowhere near it hey they come nowhere near it man the ai came yeah. nowhere near it but that's the best i've ever seen though <laughs> yeah no it looks beautiful yeah it does yes and that's what we're going to go through it's gonna be our reward and that's it amen you got, you got applause, brother John. Yeah, I know. Brother Where's my applause? No, <laughs> brother Tom, man, what do you think? I don't. I I when I think about heaven, I don't think we can even begin to guess what it's going to be like because we know our master has been making us a dwelling place, a mansion, whatever you want to refer to it as, for two thousand years. But I I have a feeling it's something we've never laid our eyes on and and i've always said like as a person i was really into music when i was younger trying to pursue a music career and i always said god gave us seven notes down here in heaven there's going to be seven million notes you know we're going to hear music that we've never you can't even imagine it here and i think it's the same thing with like the mansion or the dwelling place i think it's something that we can't we don't need shelter there's no rain or storms you know i think i think it's I don't know what it is, but I can't wait. 
<laughs> but I, I don't, I can't really get a grip of what it is. You know, I love that picture you showed, Bob. That was great. You know, I'll take that. But, you know, I, I just think that it's something we can't imagine. Well, we can't I measure. might be able to do a little, something a little bit better in this picture. I think we close off with this. Would you guys, what would you guys say if, if I told you I actually caught on camera music from heaven? What would you say to that? Because it actually happened. I actually heard music from heaven. It was caught on camera while I was making a video. And I could play it right here if you want to see what it sounds like. You guys want to hear what it sounds like? Yeah, yeah. Because I was was recording a video. And I'm so excited because it's going to blow your mind. This music came. Remember I told you I was getting those knocks? Yeah, yeah. Four knocks. Then a pause, four knocks. Well, during the, this part of the video I was recording, the, it's like a, it's like this music came like, and then it did again, and I could tell it's a C chord. But I was like, where did that come from? Because I heard it, and then I was looking everything on my computer. Nothing was open. Nothing. It didn't come from the computers or nothing. It's like, where did that come from? But it caught, and I went back and looked at it later. It caught it. It actually caught it. And I'll put it right here. See, you might be able to hear it. I'll turn it up here. But there's something about what I said right when it took place is going to blow your mind. Okay, you guys ready? Yep. So here we go. Listen, I don't know if you can be able to hear it. Listen, put your ears up to your speakers to hear it, and let me know if you can hear the synthesizers, all right? Ready? Yep. We're going to be talking about some rapture dreams. This first one here is from Ranel, R-A-N-E-L-L-E. Ranel goes on to say here. Did you hear that music? Yeah. I heard it. Yeah. very faint. Yeah, I'll do I it heard one more it. time so you can hear We're it. We're talking about some rapture dreams. This first one here is from Ranel. Right there. R-A-N-E-L-L-E. Yeah, there it goes. Ranel goes on to say here. Now. We're talking about some rapture dreams. Okay. That was a video I made. Now, check this out. Guess the name Ronell. Me, John, looked it up. What does the name Ronell mean? R-A-N-E-L-L. You know, R-A-N-E-L-L-E. And you know what the name Ronell means? From heaven. Wow. From heaven. It means future. It's really cool. Music from heaven. Made it as soon as I said the name Ronell, it went run and run. That's awesome from heaven. Wow, so that was awesome. Wow, <laughs> yes, I might have to that. post it. I might actually post it on this video. I have to just stick it in there and mess yeah. with the controls so people wow. can hear it. That, so that just amazing. happened. Wow, so, that's too cool. Well, thank you, Brother yeah. Bob, for sharing that. That was Thanks really exciting. And I think everyone out there in the comments right now is definitely blown away. I know I am personally. And um, Brother Tom, it's been such a joy to have you here with us tonight. Thank you again Thank for you, being guys. here. And guys, go check out his channel if you haven't already. It is Watchman River. Mm-hmm. And um, Brother Greg, as you guys know, our producer, he's been faithfully doing his work in the background. And I just want to... <laughs> get some recognition for our brother Greg who has been so faithful to continually bring us all together and it's just 
such a blessing. And without you guys in the community, there would be no Uptime Community Church. So thank you guys for spending your time with us tonight. Amen. What an absolute blessing it has been. What? Till next time. Hopefully we'll be in the air. <laughs> but if not, we'll see you next time. God bless you all. Mayor not God bless you. Take care. Thank you.